You're tuned into Bible Snacks. Not the full meal, just a spiritual snack for on the go. So I got stung by a bee recently, uh, like the first time in 25 years. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, it did hurt, actually. Did I forgot. Did mad or something? Maybe. I mean, I was just trying to take away his home and disperse his entire family, but I mean... Uh, yeah, okay, that's a good reason to be stung. <laughs> yeah, well, it hurt. I mean, it was just on my finger, but, um, and the thing was, I wasn't afraid of them. I was like, ah, it's just a bee, it'd be fine. Like, uh, and I, as soon as I took my, I was trying to get to the bees behind the, uh, the lamp on the porch. As soon as I took my screwdriver to the lamp to loosen the bolt, he just, he stung. He was ready for war. He was. <laughs> and he stuck in there, too. He just stayed in there. And I'm, like, flinging my hand around. He's not letting go. And uh, it hurt. So um had to get rid of him, though. Had to go. Had to go. Oh, man. Well, that reminds me of that time um, shortly after we moved into this house. Mm-hmm. And you were at work. And Eli, he was, I guess, one or two. He was downstairs. And I was, like, getting laundry together to go down to the laundry room. And he's screaming and screaming. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on? He's like, a bee, a bee. <laughs> I'm like, what in the world is he talking about? And I get downstairs, and sure enough, there's this bumblebee yeah. who can't fly. I don't know why. He was just like buzzing his wings, but walking around the floor. And he was terrified. I mean, this this bee's small, but it terrified Eli. Yeah. Such a little thing can create such great fear. It can. I mean, and even in me now, I don't want to get stung again. I mean, it, was, it wasn't it was life-changing, but it was an inconvenience. Yeah, and, I mean, we've know. got a problem with this house. Let me, yeah. let me tell you that. We've got, we've had the worst issue with bees, and they're always whenever you're away from <laughs> home. And, okay, I don't like bees either, and this has just made it that much worse. And the last one was like a two inch. Yeah. I don't know. Like a moita hornet. <laughs> like, like a murder hornet. <laughs> yeah. This thing was like a B-52. <laughs> B. Yeah, nice. I mean, no, I'm not even joking. And he was in the window. So I couldn't like nail him with anything because I would have shattered the window with the amount of fear I had from that, that yeah. guy. He was huge. So I got him between some shoes and thought I got him. And I did not he would not die. And we had that whole hive in the windowsill. It's been bad. Yeah. So anyway, you get the <laughs> point. We don't like bees. And I mean, with good reason, something small can cause some really, really great fear. It can. And um, that speaking of fear, which is kind of what we can talk about today, mm-hmm. right? We, we were talking earlier about uh, Mary. We were. Um, yeah, we look at the story of Mary. And Joseph and baby Jesus and it's like oh wow what a what an awesome story you know that that's so powerful yeah but for some reason the Lord led me to that story as I was preparing for this and I'm like ah what's there I don't know fear not okay yeah there is a line about fear not so let me dig into this and uh, Luke chapter one verse twenty eight it says and the angel came unto her being Mary and said hail thou art highly favored the Lord is with thee blessed art thou among women. And she saw him, and she was troubled at his saying, and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, let me break this down a little bit. So as I started looking, I noticed, you know, she sees this angel, 
and she's troubled. We're like, okay, yeah, you know, it's probably a little concerning. Like, poof, here's this angel talking to you out of nowhere. (laughs) Um, But in the verse before that, when the angel appears, like he is talking to her in such a great way, like, Hail Mary, thou art highly favored. Um, The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. So it's like this great news, this big old poof, here he is. I keep saying poof, like he just appeared. (laughs) (laughs) Pow. Um, Here's this angel, and he's giving you great news. And the next verse says, and she was troubled. So putting that into human perspective, because a lot of times we have historical biblical perspective of like oh they didn't think like we did they're humans so she had this trouble fear about her when she saw this angel you know she's trying to discern like why is he here what is this about and he tells her behold thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and thou shalt call his name jesus um we have you know in verse 28 she's getting great news in verse 29 and 30 here she's afraid, and the angel acknowledges that, and he says, fear not. This is what this is about. This is great news. And then um, verse 34, we skim on down, and it says, Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know no man? And the angel answers her of, of how it, it would be. But then I realized she had fear, and then it went to doubt. Mm. She had to question how is this going to take place? Yeah. So you have this fear and then quickly goes into doubt. Mm-hmm. And I think all of us can relate to that. Um, whenever we encounter some sort of a situation in life that we don't know exactly how it's going to pan out. And our first instinct sometimes is to go to fear, right? afraid of what's going to happen or, um, you know, how's God going to pull me through this? And then doubt as to will God pull me through this or is this it? You know, I, I don't know. Um, but here in this situation, you've got what's regarded now looking back as, you know, one of the most positive, glorious moments mm-hmm. in history of the mother of Jesus being told that mm-hmm. she's going to carry the savior of the world and she's afraid. Right. <laughs> and doubts. Well, you have to realize too, when the angel appeared to her, she wasn't married, so she was right. not even, most likely, not even thinking along any lines of the Lord's going to use me through childbearing, or you know, she had no idea yeah. what this was about. Because first off, he appears and you know starts telling her, you're highly favored, and then she's afraid, and then he goes into why he's there. Um, and this is something that's never been done before. It's like getting a phone <laughs> call from somebody you've never heard from before, you yeah. know about, and like, wow, this is a pretty important guy, and he's calling me up. What do you want? You know, he's like, hey, Chad, really great to talk to you. Heard a lot of great things about you. You got this podcast called Bible Snacks <laughs> yeah. and one and one. And you're like, well, but what do you what do you want? <laughs> yes. Yeah. What's this really about? Um, and then you know, he's like, oh, don't 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 worry, it's nothing bad. Well, it's interesting that the scripture says that God found favor in Mary too, because there was something special about her. I would assume just her relationship with God, her desire. She was, if you want to say a woman after God's own heart, that he, he looked at all of creation and said, man, there is, there is something special about this Mary that I want her to be the one to, uh, bring Jesus into the world. And even at that, um, you know, so often we think that 
when something happens, we shouldn't question God mm-hmm. that his ways are higher than our, our ways. And while that's true, that is definitely scripture. She questioned, well, how is this going to be? Yeah. She had doubt, but it's in that doubt. It was, you know, more of a seeking for yeah. spiritual understanding oh, of what's happening here. And that is something that we're called to do as Christians is to grow in wisdom and spiritual understanding. And to do that, it requires asking questions. God, you know, what do you want me to see here? What am I missing? Give me spiritual eyes to see. Because this event was a spiritual event. Mm -hmm. Um, It's never happened before. Right. So, And while we look at the story and, you know, we see the overall picture from beginning to end and we say, wow, how magnificent was this? You know, how glorious was this experience just to be in Mary's shoes or, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever you think about it. Um, But we look at it in the big picture, but we can easily miss that one little detail of how something that was so small to us was a big deal to her when Mm -hmm. the angel came and appeared unto her and she was troubled by that. And he said, don't fear. It reminds me of the Blue Ridge Mountains. That's right. Yeah, we went vacationing uh, to North Carolina, and we had gotten a cabin in the Blue Ridge Mountains. So we were real high up, and it was Fourth of July weekend, which we, I mean, we were going there for Fourth of July. It was just the time frame. Um, and then we realized, hey, it's probably going to be fireworks. I wonder if we'll see them from out here. And we're out on the deck, and you can see the fireworks in a distance. Mm-hmm. But because we're so far up and high, we're looking down on everything. And we see multiple towns and their entire firework display. And it's like so small, the size of our thumb in the distance. Um, Yeah, it was like lightning bugs just kind of lighting up the entire area down below us. One going off here and then another. Yeah. But it's funny because you know that each town, there's hundreds of people gathered around looking up at this big event to them, these big fireworks going off above them. And for them, it's a big deal. Mm -hmm. And for us, we're just up on our little deck looking down like, oh, (laughs) isn't that cute? Look at that little firework and look at this town over here and over there. And no big deal to us, big deal to them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it reminds me of uh, David and Goliath, actually, because Mm -hmm. for everybody else, they were terrified. What they saw was so big. They saw Goliath. He came out every day, morning and evening for 40 days uh, to test the people and say, hey, who's going to fight me? And everybody was too scared. They looked at what they saw was so big. And then comes little David, and David sees uh, the giant. And this is what he says. This is in 1 Samuel seventeen thirty seven. And David said, The Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear, he will deliver me from the hand of the Philistine. And Saul said to David, Go, and may the Lord be with you. So David looked at this and just saw another opportunity for God to come through. Everybody else looked at it and saw this big threat. Yeah. It's actually kind of funny that the king's like, go on and may God be with you. Like he has yeah. zero faith. In yeah. <laughs> he thought he was doomed. I mean, yeah. you know, they didn't treat the king too nicely when you get a hostile takeover. Mm-hmm. So he's he's thinking, well, yeah, this little tiny boy, this little shepherd boy. And so he's thinking, okay, it's over now. Well, hey, nobody else <laughs> was willing to take him on. So it was kind of his last resort anyway. No other options. No yeah. Other options. Um, so just goes to show again, what, what may be a big deal, uh, to others is not, it cannot, doesn't have to be a big deal to you. Mm -hmm. If your faith is in the Lord 
and saying, hey, he's going to deliver. He's going to fight this battle. Um, then all of a sudden it doesn't seem so big. It doesn't mean I, I want to get stung by a bee again. <laughs> right. No, I don't either. I, I'd be happy if we could figure out how the bees are getting into our house and then just seal it up and never, ever, ever see them again. <laughs> So yeah, just remember that something so small can cause such great fear. Fear does not need to be big to impact us and neither does your faith. Nope.